Hi everybody, it's me, Korak, your favorite idiot, and I'm here to give you this episode's recap. Last episode, me and my two best friends, Aurora and Groven, entered the Tremendous Tree. We fought through bugs and shrubs and solved puzzles and riddles. You know, dungeon stuff. We finally made it to the top where we found Steve from Tree School. Steve told us about the evil corruption taking place in his main route, aka Tree Wing Wang. And now, the three of us are on our way to fix him. Get it? Fix him! Anyway, I hope you enjoy this week's episode of Call of Dragons. Okay, so you guys just got done talking with Steve at the top of the tree. Are you guys going to make your way back down um, to the original landing and find the passageway yeah, down? Sure thing. I am. Before we do that, mm-hmm. I'm going to use my wild shape while you're at the top of the tree. I would hold off on that, uh, Grobin. You think so? Yeah, unless you're going to be something How? small, because we have to go through those passageways again. I mean, I was going to turn it into a medium-shaped animal. I don't see. I don't think it would be any bigger. Yeah, me- medium. I'll let you through. If it's not bigger than us. I think it'd be all right. Okay. Um. Hold on. Let me make sure I. I got to. Uh, I don't think I took my long rest here. Oh yeah, make Sorry. sure you're good. <laughs> silly, silly. You me. silly goose. Silly goose. Well. While you're while you're doing that, I'm gonna say you guys make your way back down to the original landing where you first came in at, mm-hmm. and you see a new passage that goes straight down through the floor, um, and you would have to basically drop down into it. Okay. So as soon as Grobin gets his new health points figured out for being level three, we can. Well, I had it figured out, but we're good. I use my. Uh wild shape and i'm going to turn into a panther Ooh, very cool Cool. you do that (laughs) all right are you guys dropping down into the into the abyss yes oh i'm sorry did i speak for too many people yes do it okay we've come this far do the journey below the tree um so you uh drop down through this um through this hole in the ground that has newly been been opened and you fall onto a, um, a kind of a springy ground it's some moist dirt so you don't take any damage but it would be quite difficult for you to climb back up and out um, there's this is a very odd room um, as you look around uh, you see a large mirror um, on one of the walls that has uh, light bulbs lining the exterior of it um, you see remnants of some stone sculptures. Um, you see tiny bats that appear to be shiny as they flit around uh, near the ceiling. And uh, you see a pit of vines um, on the other half of the room where you are not. What do you do? Like you said, there's a mirror? There is a mirror, yeah. I'd like to oh. investigate the mirror. Okay, you don't have to do any kind of check for that. Um, you're gonna look into the mirror. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're doing? Okay. Yeah. As you look into the mirror, you see Korak Draconeo looking back at you. 
Um, I wave. He waves. <laughs> um, but as he's as he's waving, <laughs> he uh, his his smile turns sour, and uh, he uh, stops waving, puts his arms down as his, at his sides, reaches into his pocket as if to show you something important, and pulls out a middle finger, flipping you off. <laughs> <laughs> He then yeah. fades into the background. I look down and look at my look in my pocket. I don't see a middle finger in there. Where the fuck did you get that? You pull out your own hand and you have a middle finger made in your hand. Flipping magical. myself off. Yeah, you're flipping yourself off. <laughs> um, and then you don't see any other reflections in the mirror. I don't see any bats or anything. You in the mirror? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I guess if you angle yourself, you can see the bats up on the ceiling. Sure. Oh, okay. But yeah, so if you want to make a general investigation check, I probably should have let you do that. Yeah. For everything else in the room. So go ahead and make that. See that. 16. 16. Very good. Um, So with a 16, uh, you can see that the bats on the ceiling are actually not bats at all, they are winged keys. Mm. And you can also tell that the. Harry Potter that the uh, sculptures that have been broken apart in some areas are not just normal sculptures. They are giant chess pieces. Oh, shit. It is Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? What? I don't know. You mean Perry Hotter? There it is. That's that's the one that's in our universe. Uh, Right now. Perry Hotter. Perry Hotter. That's right. What are you guys doing? Um... How high up are they? That are the the winged keys. The winged keys. Um, they're probably fifteen feet up in the air. Are they on the ceiling? Are they just? They're flying flying around. Yep. They're super quick though. I'd like to use Mirchan to see if I I can snag one. Okay, you do it. Okay. You can totally grab one because you have unlimited tries with Mirchan. So let's say you grab one. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Cool. You bringing it down to yourself? Yes. Cool. You kind of busted one of his wings when you do this. And he's kind of like, you could tell if he was flying, he'd almost be flying with a limp, you know, if that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as you can tell, it's just uh, it's just a, a flying key beast. Okay. I want to take it over to the mirror and hold it up. Okay. You see it in the mirror. Okay. And then, and then you see one of his wings in the mirror transform into an arm with a hand and it flips you off <laughs> great um i'm gonna i don't necessarily want to keep it because i don't think it's the right one but i guess is there like a keyhole on this mirror uh make an investigation check 12 there is nothing you can see on the mirror hmm other than the mirror. Okay. Um, can I make an investigation check to see if there's any place that could use a keyhole? Um, with his 12, I'll tell you there is not. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to uh, climb up the uh, the wall. Okay. Because um, since I'm a panther, I have a 40-foot climb radius. Fucking badass, dude. Um, and then I, I'm going to like leap and try to Grab onto this other flying key. Okay, you do it. 
these keys are super dumb, dude. You grab, let's say you grab, <laughs> there's like 50 of them up there. And let's say you just bat down like, I don't know, five with your, oh, nice. with your awesome panther leap and skills. Mm. And they all clatter to the ground and kind of flop around like they were fish out of water. Okay. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to walk over to the vine hole. Okay. And I'm going to throw a fucking firebolt at the vines. <laughs> okay, uh, they they rescind back as the fire and let the firebolt pass through, and then kind of remesh. So you can tell that the vines go down fairly deep. I pick up one of the mm. chest pieces. Okay, and I want to drop it on top of the vines. Okay, you drop it on top of the vines, <laughs> and the vines slowly uh, move around the chest piece, letting it fall down through uh, through the vines, out of sight. Okay. Against my better judgment, I'm going to stand on top of the vines. <laughs> okay. Um, the vines begin to wrap around uh, your ankles tightly um, and start dragging you under. What do you do? Uh, I'm just going to let it happen. Okay. They drag you <laughs> all the way under. Sweet. What do you guys, what did the rest of you do? I leap in head first. Very cool. They start to uh, wrap around your neck and, and arms. What do you do? I, I I pee a little bit, but I stay still. Okay. They suck you under. <laughs> I guess I follow. Okay, you jump wow. in and you you're you're all chill and they you you don't don't freak out. Nope. Okay. You guys all go down <laughs> through the vines. <clears throat> Very good. Um, Very good. <laughs> Sick. Okay, so you guys see the final room? You have it pulled up? Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, so the first to fall is Korak. Bam! Um, you are dropped by the vines into the side of a 30-foot diameter chamber. At the far end, you see one large root with a black stake stabbed into it. The black is pulsing out from where the stake penetrates the roots, but it seems to be held at bay by a faint and flickering green light. Um, next, uh, Groban comes falling down beside you, uh, landing in a cool superhero pose. And then finally, Panther. yeah, Black Panther pose, uh -huh. badass. Yeah. Uh, he stands on his back two legs and does the cool like Black Panther cross thing. He is a panther. I know, but he does it. <laughs> yeah. um, and then finally, Aurora drops behind you. Um, Aurora takes in the room and she is the first to speak. Listen, guys. Uh, uh, um, before we go over there and, like, look at that black pulsating thing, I need you to decide something for me. Yes. Yes? Which one of you is the leader? We, we would be much more efficient if we knew which one of you was the leader ahead of time. And besides, a lady needs to know who her real protector is. What? Uh, I am a panther. Oh, well, I guess I, uh, <laughs> I don't say anything. I'll but be I understand the what leader, you're saying. I guess I could not. That I can do it. I growl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, I guess I don't understand the question very well. What What do you mean? 
Prove to me you are worth my allegiance by killing the other fool. Ah. Wait, what? How far away is, uh, wait, each other? Yes. Uh. Uh-oh. Um. <laughs> this does not bode well for Korak. Um, I, uh, I need to know who the bigger man is. I need to know who the leader is. Okay. Well. <clears throat> what do you guys do? Uh, I do nothing. I sit. I, I sit down. I lower my what a my, weakling. My two front shoulders, and I circle Korag. All right. Are you attacking him? <laughs> There's just this huge suspense. What? Wait, okay. What? What else is in this room? I need a. Uh, I need a visual it's here. It's the three of you, and then the tree. Root okay. And uh, the black stake in the tree root. Okay. I run towards Korag, and I leap over him, and then I run towards the the tree root. Okay. Um. <laughs> You are both such tiny men. I guess it was too much to expect for you to man up and kill each other. So I will just have to do it myself. Bring it on. <laughs> All right. Roll for initiative. Interesting. Um, and Ryan, you are currently running um, towards the uh, towards the black stake, and we will resolve that at the beginning of combat. All right. So first in the order is Aurora. And I need you to make a strength saving throw. Seven. Seven. Okay, nothing happens. Next in the order is um, the Aurora, uh, is Aurora, um, but this Aurora is going to dash towards um, uh, Groban, who is in Panther form, um, and attack him with uh, uh, with not not her sword, but with like the fingers of her non-sword hand. So an unarmed strike. You could say that. And that is a 25 to hit. Uh, yeah, Okay. hit. And it's gonna take, you're gonna take, uh, let's see, plus four, um, nine slashing damage. Okay. Um, uh, next in the order is Groban. Okay, I am going to uh, turn around and I'm gonna take a bite. Okay. You dip it. Oh, we have 15 to hit. Um, that hits. Okay. Six damage, piercing damage. Okay, she takes six damage. Is that the end of your turn? Uh, yeah, I'm not going to move away. Okay. So <laughs> Next up is Korak. What do you do? I am going to... I'm going to use Witch Bolt on okay. uh, what I think is Doppelganger Aurora. <laughs> Could be. Okay, roll to hit. 22. That absolutely hits. Oh, yeah. Three damage. Three damage. Okay. However, she takes three damage. 
at the beginning of every one of your turns, you're going to take an automatic 1d12. Yep, we'll see. <laughs> what? All right. Taylor as Aurora, I need you to make a strength saving throw. 18. 18. Um, okay. You uh, bite through one of the vines that is uh, is holding you. What do you do? But you are still restrained by your arms and legs. But I can speak. Yeah, you, so you're basically being, you're you're hanging above them right now um, by these vines that have you Korak, restrained. Groban, help me. This is a imposter. Kill her. All right, and that's your turn. Next up is the hag. And having been struck and stricken by this electric electrical bolt of power, um, you can see that the facade she's been putting on begins to flicker. And uh, her true form is revealed to be a, uh, a decrepit old woman uh, kneeling forwards ah. with a hunched back and uh, rotten flesh falling from her bones. And she says, ah, I see you've discovered my ruse rather quickly. <laughs> Let's see how you deal with this. And she uh, she turns invisible, and the line that uh, Korak has connected to her um, is broken. And next in the order is Groban. You sure about that? Yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> I am going to, hmm, as a panther of uh, keen smell. So the panther Ooh. has advantage on wisdom perception checks that rely on smell. Okay, nice. Uh, I'll let you roll a perception check to see if you can figure out where she's at. Okay. Um, trying to... Uh, I just get advantage, I guess? Yeah, I'll give you advantage for sure. Oh, there it is. Okay, sorry. I was... All right. We have uh, sixteen. Yeah, that's good enough. You can uh, you can tell that there's a much um, greater concentration of this kind of bile and um, and rotten flesh smell. That's that's a little bit off to your left. What do you do? I'm going to jump off to my left and make a claw attack. Okay. Um. 14 to hit. That hits. Oh, geez. Um, it's only 1d4 plus 2, so that's uh, 4 slashing damage. 4 slashing damage. Gotcha. Gotcha, <clears throat> boss. Okay. Um, next in the order is Korak. And uh, I'll say you can kind of, you have an idea of where she's at. So it's if you okay. cast any spells at her, you'll have disadvantage. I don't need to know where she's at for this one. Okay. I'm going to place a shatter right where Ryan was attacking. Ooh, or right okay. where Groban was attacking. Okay. And you have to make a constitution saving throw of 14 or higher. Or sorry, right. uh, over 14. Uh, she gets an 8, so that is not going to be sufficient. Um, Groban, you also have to make the nope. saving throw. Nope, he doesn't. Are you sure? Because oh. I can use my sorcery points and use careful casting and only target. Ah, well oh, heck yeah. Well done. So one sorcery point down the drain. I got two more. Um, And shatter. That was 22 damage. 
Ooh, that's a big boy hit. <laughs> yeah, my, my panther is, doesn't do as much damage as I was hoping. <laughs> Ryan, what happens if you get knocked as a panther? I revert back to Groban. Gotcha. Good to know. Okay. <laughs> um, next in the order is Aurora. I need you to make a strength saving throw. 16. 16. Um, okay, that's good enough. You uh, you bust out of the vines and uh, fall clumsily down um, beside, uh, beside Korak. And you are knocked prone, and that will be the end of your turn, but you are back in the fray. Boom. So next Ugh. up, next up is the hag. And she oh, no. is going to cast off her invisibility and um, grab grab uh, Groban as a panther by the scruff of his neck and fling him with inhuman strength hard against the wall. And let's see. I would like to do a dex uh, thing. You cannot. You are not close enough. Groban is 10 feet away from you in the center of the room and you and Korak are on the side of the room. Hmm. 19 to hit. That definitely hits. Okay. Let's see how much damage you take. Oh, buddy. Uh, you take 14 points of damage. From I revert back to Grobin. Panthers. All right. Welcome oh. back, Grobin. All right. Um, okay. Uh, that's all she does. So next up is Grobin. Okay. Let's say you're knocked prone right now, too. So you were thrown about 10 yeah. feet, and you're knocked prone after smashing into yeah. the wall. So that's half my movement speed. Mm -hmm. um, how far away am I from this hag? So you, so let's say the hag is in the middle, and if you look south, you are 10 feet away. And if you look um, west of that, uh, that's where um, Aurora and Korak are, also 10 okay. feet from the hag. All right, well, I'm going to um, <clears throat> get up mm -hmm. after being thrown and changed back to Groban. I'm mad. So in my little voice, I scream almost like, uh, I don't know, I won't say that. No, but I'll, I'll scream as much. Ah! And I'm, I'm coming at her with my, my scimitar. Nice. Roll to hit. Oh. A natural one. A natural one. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Um, hmm. You uh, you get up and you're so angry um, that you're just charging straight ahead with your little scimitar, and she just like casually steps to the side, and you run right past her, still running in a straight line, and smash your face into the other <laughs> wall, and you take one point of okay. damage. Okay. <laughs> Korak, you're up. Okay. I am going to use first level witch bolt on okay. the fucking hag. Okay, is that that same one? Witch bolt. Yeah, you got a 10 to hit. It does not hit. Yeah, feeling. Okay. All right, next Damn. up is Aurora, who is currently prone. Okay. So you have to spend half your movement speed if you're prone to stand back up. All right. Okay. How far away is she from me? Ten feet. I guess I'll try and attack her. 
with the long sword. Okay, make a, uh, make a you rush forward with your sword drawn and you swing it down towards this hag who uh, has impersonated you. Roll to hit. Wow, that was not good. Eight. It does not hit. She uh, deftly dodges it, which is surprising because she's so decrepit and old looking. Yeah, that's super shocking. Okay. Okay, the hag is going to rebuttal and uh, take a smack at um, Aurora. Um, and that is a 19 to hit. Mm, yes. And she's going to deal 10 points of damage. And she's going That's, to cackle. That is insane. <laughs> What's insane? The amount of damage that a, ch- a tiny ass woman can do. She's a boss? Hello? Mm-hmm. No. Damn hags. This is the big boy fight of this of this dungeon. All right, Groban, you're up. Okay, I um, I come back at her with my scimitar. Very nice. Yeah, take the swing. The swing is nine to hit. <laughs> it does not hit. <laughs> okay, no. Korak, um, what are you doing? You know, I'm going to throw another fucking firebolt to this bitch. Very nice. Do it. Roll to hit. As a natural 20. That sounds really good. Yeah. Um, question. Will that hurt Aurora and Groban? No. It's okay. a single target. Okay. So double your damage. Coming at you. Uh, how's an 18? 18. Is that doubled? That is doubled. Okay. Double it again. What? She's going to take bonus damage. damage. Yep, 36 damage. Fuck yeah. Okay, uh, she coughs up a plume of smoke and it's like, <laughs> oh, shit, that one actually kind of tickled a little bit. <laughs> and her her like arm is basically burnt off at this point. Um, mm. Next in the order is Aurora. Uh, I guess I'll attack her with my longsword again. Okay, make a roll to hit. 23. Definitely hits. All right. Awesome. I'm also going to use my divine smite with her too. Very good. So, uh, give me a hot second. 2d8 extra. Does that scale with your level? What does that mean? Like, would you get an extra d8 for every level? When you hit, you can expend one spell slot to deal 2d8 extra radiant damage to the target, plus 1d8 for each spell level higher than the first. So what spell slot are you using? Are you using a first level spell or a second level spell slot? You should have at least one second level spell slot right now. I think I just have one. Okay. Okay. So it's just one, Pull right? your damage, yep. And let me know how much radiant damage you do. 15. 15 total? Yeah. How much of that was radiant? 10. 10. So it's actually going to do 25 damage. Okay. Uh, This hag is starting to look pretty fucked up. And you see uh, just a hint of panic uh, into her eyes. And she's going to scream. And try and belch um, some black uh, bile. on all of you at once in like a big spinning kind of uh, vomit. And I need all of you to make dexterity saving throws. The vomit top? 
<laughs> That's right. Huh. Ooh. 19. Natural 20. Natural 20. Nice. Very nice. I got a four. Okay. <laughs> Aurora and Groban, you guys deftly maneuver out of the way. Uh, Korak is not too small. Korak uh, stands there with his mouth wide open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is he within five feet Strong. of me? Yeah, but it's not a melee attack, it's so you can't you. protect him. And Korak, you're going to take. It doesn't say melee. Just says while wielding a shield and a creature you can see attacks a target other than you within five feet, you can use this reaction to impose disadvantage. It's I. He's, yeah, he doesn't. He won't have save. disadvantage though. Yeah, I, he has to roll to dodge. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, Korak, you're gonna take uh, 15 points of acid damage. <gasps> oh. Ouchie. Are you Are you still alive? I am still standing. How much health do you have? Why do you want to know? How much health do you have? <laughs> I have 12. 12. Okay. Um, make a wisdom saving throw for me. Bump, bump, bump. 16. Okay. Nothing happens. Swifty. Oh. Okay. Next in the order is Nap. Robin. Okay. I am going to use again. Use what again? But this wild shape. Okay. This will be my, my second and last time. Uh, with uh, without a short rest. Mm-hmm. So, and in, this time, I'm going to turn into a wolf. A wolf? A dire wolf. Oh, nice. Ooh. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And that is my turn. Okay. Next in the order is Korak, the belched upon. Shia, son. <laughs> um, I'm going to use Firebolt again. Okay, roll to hit. It's not good enough. What'd you get? I got an eleven. It is not good enough. <laughs> she uh, she uh, does a back back handspring out of the way. <laughs> and, and flips you off with yeah, one hand. And flips you off. Because her other hand is uh, yeah, with one hand. Off. With one hand. So one hand. Yeah, one hand she's back super agile. Handspring. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Aurora, you're up. Alright, uh let us melee longsword her again. Alright, do it. Yeah. Doesn't eleven doesn't hit. Eleven does not hit, nope. Okay. Alright, next up is the hag, and she's going to pounce on um on Korak and try and grapple him to the ground. So I believe that is a Sick. opposed strength strength check. Ah, <sighs> This is not going to go well for me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Wait. What'd you roll? Strength check. Dude, it's... <laughs> the die on my screen is showing a 16, but when it, it pops up on my screen is a 4. <laughs> huh? Alright, roll it again. I'm going to trust you this one time. Uh, I got an 11. Okay, you actually win that. So you are able to oh, throw her off. And nice. as as she's falling, she's going to take a quick swipe at uh, at Aurora as well. And that is a natural 20 to hit. It does. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Can I not? Oh, it's, nope, I can't use disadvantage with myself. But if I have my shield, what does a 2 plus AC mean? That's why you have 18 for your AC. Oh, okay, so you're okay. gonna yeah. take 18 points of damage. 
He's still alive? Yep. Okay. Next up is uh, Dire Wolf. Yes. Robin. So, where is everybody at in comparison to. Are we within five feet of her? Um, this hag? You're, yeah, yeah. You guys are all pretty much close combat right now. I mean, the hag was kind of in the middle of you, and she tried to tackle <laughs> Korak, and he flung her off to, to his left. And she swiped at uh, Aurora while she was falling. So she's standing right okay. by Aurora, and you and Korak are both about uh, five or ten feet away from her. Hmm. Perfect. Okay. I ask because I have pack tactics. Oh shit! Sure. The wolf has advantage on an, an attack roll against a creature if at least one of the wolf's allies is within five feet of the creature, and the ally isn't incapacitated. That's pretty cool. Okay. You yeah. have it. So I'm going to. Make a bite attack All right. on this hag. Let's see it. 12 to hit. It does not hit. No! That's with your advantage? Oh, shoot. Nice. Sorry. Just kidding. Um, 23 to hit. That one does <laughs> hit. <laughs> there we go. I went through the whole thing and was like, good to. <laughs> okay. All right. Six. Six. Five. 14 damage. 14 damage. Finisher. Wait, is this a creature? Wait. Finisher. Finisher? Finisher. Ah! I stand on top of her with both paws, and then I maul her face off. Nice. There's not much, there, there isn't much And face. then I rip her in half. Nice. <laughs> way, to, way to follow through. Congratulations. Yeah. You guys have bested the hag of the tremendous tree. Pat oh, yourselves on the goodness. back. Woo! Right, yep. stuff on the back. Okay. Um, so you guys are there. The body of the hag is right before you. Um, what are you guys doing? <laughs> is there enough time for us to take a long rest? Absolutely <laughs> not. Um, Fuck. I'd like to search the hag's body. Okay. Uh, yes. You find 1,200 gold pieces and, oh. a, uh, and a tiny carved wooden animal. Okay, I split up the gold pieces evenly. Uh, nice. Four hundred apiece. Yeah. Math is hard. Nice. Um, and then I take the wooden carving. Okay. You have it. Nice. Cool. So, so what did we ha- what did we have to do um, for in this room? Did we have to? Um, um, well, originally, Steve had asked you to sever his main root. And right now, so the hag is dead, and you can see this main root that's kind of going through the center of the far wall. And okay. um, from the stake, you see these pulses of black energy trying to uh, escape down either side of the tree root. But there's um, basically a ring of faint green light um, above and below where the stake is shut, is stabbed into the root that's keeping it at bay. And even as you watch it now, you can see that green light start to flicker. Can I use Mage Hand and try and pull the stake out? You can certainly try. I'm going to try that. Okay, it doesn't work. Okay. (laughs) I have a question. Okay, yeah. What is Channel Divinity? I don't know that. That must be a move for your guy. Your oath allows you to channel divine energy to fuel magical effects. I don't know. I don't you should have multiple different options for that, I mm-hmm. think. Um, does it say in it. your spells or your actions? 
I just have light as a spell. Or a cantrip, I should say. Eventually you'll get more. I'm yeah, assuming you I think you have to be a higher level. Yeah. Okay, so you guys, as you're sitting there, you and, and the light's beginning to flicker, you hear a familiar voice, um, that of Steve, and as he speaks, the uh, the green light that's keeping it at bay is flickering with his voice, and he says, you guys really need to hurry. I am almost completely out of time. Okay. Well, one, of, one of you guys is going to have to chop this tree's dick off. I don't I have, have anything sharp to you. You guys walk forward. I'll, I'll, I'll approach the stake. Okay. I will too. Okay, I need all of you to make a wisdom saving throw. Sick. Who the fuck said I approached it? Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you still need to make the wisdom saving throw. <laughs> no one fucking said I did. I got a nine. I got an 11. 12. Okay. You guys all approach the stake and you stop, or at least you all mean to stop about five feet away. Um, Korak, you reach out for the stake mm. and grab it with your hand. And as soon you. as you do, um, your vision goes black. And uh, your hand clamps incredibly tightly around the stake and black corruption begins to emanate up your hand. Um, Korak, you cannot react or do anything, but Aurora and Groban, what do you do? Uh, Question, oh, do I start stroking the stake? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, can I make like a perception check? Sure, what are you trying to perceive? Jeez. Um, um, I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, man. Dumped. Mm -hmm. As you guys stand there not knowing what to do, you see Korak's body start to shake violently, and another tendril shoots across his hand. Oh, gosh. I, 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 where is the main thing? Is it the... I would... I don't know. You're standing um, right next to Korak, who just reached out and grabbed this wooden stake that's in the tree. And it seems like whatever dark power is trying to push its way into Korak. All right. Well, uh, I can't do much as a dire wolf in this situation. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to revert back to Groban. That's fine. Um, and I'm going to... Um, Can geez. I do a, um, a... I don't know if a medicine would actually do anything. Okay, you guys... Um, as you're waiting, uh, Korak starts to shake even more violently, and another small black tendril shoots across his hand. Um, and the familiar green voice of Steve says, You guys, you have to get him, you have to break contact with that, or Korak will die. You have to break do it fast. So is his hand is still on there? Yeah, it's yeah, he's grabbing it right now, and he can't let go. Okay, I grab his forearm okay. and try to, um, Yank him off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice oh choice my. of words. Um, make a strength <laughs> strength throw. Uh, strength, uh, whatever. Saving throw or whatever. Strength check. Strength check, thank you. Okay. Strength, 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 strength. Um, oh, bother. Oh, a 19. My. A 19. Okay. Uh, you think you feel his hands starting to slip? but it does not break free. He holds fast, and it almost seems like his grip gets even tighter 
You see the, the, the muscles bulging under the skin unnaturally. I think we have to chop his hand off. I feel like uh, that is a thing. Is he uh, holding it with both hands? He's only got one hand <laughs> no, on it. No, just one. And you hear, to, you hear, did you say it's that worth his the, life. What? Okay, I bring, I unsheath my scimitar. Okay. And I chop his hand off. Uh, okay, make, a, uh, <laughs> make an attack roll for me. With advantage, because he's not moving. Okay, 12 to hit. Does that hit? That hits. Okay. As the sword is um, coming down on Korak's arm, we're going to pause there momentarily. From Korak's, oh. per- from Korak's perspective, um, Korak reaches out uh, without meaning to and grabs the, uh, grabs the blackened stake. Um, and as soon as he does, he feels a jolt of pain shatter his entire being. Um, one second he's Korak, and the next second he's not. He's someone else. He is something else. A being of incredible power, but with an unquenchable thirst for darkness. Um, you, are this, you are this being right now, and you are sitting atop a throne. Uh, a young woman kneels before you. What do you do? I don't You're know. Still Korak's mind right now. I'm still Korak. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Okay, <laughs> that's what you try to do, but instead, <laughs> you feel your your body, you know, move on its own accord. You feel yourself smile as you reach out with your hand and send a pulse of energy directly through the woman's heart, stopping it. You stride over to her body hungrily, but you stop short. You realize something. You are not alone. You are being watched by whom and how? After a moment of focus, you smile again and say, there you are. And uh, a psychic blast explodes from the stake, um, coursing through your body, Korak, and you're going to take nine points of damage. And this is not something that Grobin or Aurora can see. So you take nine points of damage. Um, And at the same moment, the, uh, the black tendrils shoot up to your forearm um, and uh, you feel it start to overtake you. And then a familiar voice uh, says, don't worry, buddy. We went to tree school together. I can't let you die like this. (laughs) Oh, Steve. uh, You see a green glowing ring um, about two inches below your elbow um, come into focus. It looks like a tribal tattoo and it stops the, uh, the blackened tendrils short. Um, and as you, as your vision returns, you see Grobin bring down a scimitar, scimitar on your blackened arm, and you see the sword snap when it hits your blackened arm. And you wrench the, uh, the stake free of the tree, and it dissolves in your blackened hand. Sick. You guys, Hell yeah. You guys have cleared the twisted, uh, the tremendous tree dungeon. So now Good I job. just have a, nice. a corrupted hand. You do have a corrupted hand, yeah. Sick. But you still have a hand. Maybe it does. Ooh, it should. (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna walk over and touch Aurora with my corrupted hand. No, why did you touch me? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Say walk over. Does it smell funny? (laughs) It doesn't do anything. So as you guys are in there, you see your tattoo um, flickering. Um, The black streaks in the in the tree root are gone along with the green glowing energy that was protecting the corruption from spreading. Um, 
And with the last flickers of energy, uh, you hear Steve say, all right, Korak, I'll leave the rest to you, buddy. And the tattoo stops glowing and settles into uh, just a dark green uh, tribal tattoo around your arm. Yep. You have full functionality of it, um, as best you can tell, except for it doesn't really seem like you can feel quite as well. Nice. With that hand. Perfect. Cool. And that's all I got. Cool. Right nice. Now, um, I guess I guess we leave then. That's badass. <laughs> yes, we leave then. I'm gonna walk, okay, out, cool. I'm gonna walk out that door <laughs> yeah. conveniently. Um, well, this exit. One more thing. You see the hag's body dissolve, and there's a heart piece there along with a green gem. Ooh. I Can take I the green that? gem. Okay, Groban has the green gem. Who wants the heart piece? <laughs> I guess I'll take the heart piece. All right, increase your max health by two. Nice. <laughs> cool. And that's the end. You I guys put this eat. green gem on my on my clothing. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't really do anything as far as you can tell, but it's super, super sweet. Probably worth some money. Badass. I wouldn't sell it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to episode four of the Cod Pod. If you're having fun listening to our story, just sit tight because we have a lot more shenanigans headed your way. If you are having as much fun as we are, please share with your friends, families, really anyone you might think will enjoy it, even people you don't think will enjoy it. Who knows? Maybe they will. If you've got something to tell us, just message us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We would love to hear from you, so check us out at the Cod Pod. That's K-O-D-P-O-D, and we will send more sound waves your way soon.